I bought Tesla. What? What? For, for many, many years, I live with really crap chairs, like 50, 50 to $100 chair, chairs. And, and uh, when I say many, it's not because I wanted to try out many. It's because <laughs> when you actually use them and not just have them be a part of your furniture, they get destroyed so fast. It's unbelievable. Like every year or year and a half, I would have to buy a new chair. So, you see, I mean, there's no savings there. What happened to us, Michael? Here talking about clothes. All right, uh, yeah, yeah. We should we should just stop right now. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, I've, it's almost done. The the renovation of my house. Um, next week I'm moving in. Hopefully. <laughs> you mean the refactoring of your house? Refactoring of my house. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Actually, they're painting right now upstairs that's why uh uh it's not really um there's not 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 lots of noise there but still um sometimes they were hitting something with a hammer in the kitchen that's why i had to go go down to the garage again (laughs) to record this oh yeah Uh, i was i was thinking that um you know since this is a a a real special episode like this is a a heavier mark um Uh uh-huh like i i have some some uh follow-up like uh, to our 2.5 and Apple Watch thing, obviously. Uh, yeah. And and then to to the ergonomic thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw you also edit your desk, so so that that's like the same topic. Uh, but then I wanted to to like um, do a little bit of an introspection and do this uh, like lessons learned, which is like what we just did today, and and just All right. Uh, you know, uh, share share our uh, listenership numbers if if you're cool with that, and and just maybe yeah, of course. You know, talk about uh, what we've learned and maybe ideas for the future, whatnot. I'm gonna pull up the the numbers though, because do you have them? Yeah, I do. I do. All oh, right. Okay. Uh, there's there's not enough real estate on on this 15 inch display to to fit everything. I had to like go to a, a scaled up mode. Uh, because you know, I have my my Nosby on the left, and my <laughs> Wi-Fi charts, and and your face, and QuickTime. <laughs> yeah, your face and your your uh, your uh, fine office. Exactly. Oh, I bought Tesla. What? What? I bought one unit of Tesla stock yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that explains why you said a Tesla. <laughs> exactly. I bought uh, one unit of Tesla stock because I was actually um, checking because I, I, I am a minority Apple shareholder. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. Like It makes it sound more important than it is. <laughs> exactly. So what happened is that uh, they, they actually paid me some dividends. Yeah. So when they paid me some dividends, I have some money on my you know stock exchange account. And um, uh, I decided to sell my Yahoo stock because I had a, like a, a whole, you know, I think 10 or 11 Yahoo shares. <laughs> <laughs> and I sold them because, um, because I was really, I mean, I was, I mean, although Marisa Meyer, um, she's, ju- she's just, you know, amazing. She's an amazing person, but yes. I didn't like her move uh, to actually kick off teleworkers from Yahoo. But I still believed in Yahoo and believed in her. But when I got the news that 
Yahoo's shares went up because there is an imminent sale of Yahoo, I thought, you know, it's not the company I want to invest in. <laughs> so I sold my 10 or 11 shares. So really bold move there. <laughs> did, did you make any money off of it? Yeah, because I bought the shares for like, I don't know, 20 something dollars and I sell them for 30 something dollars. So yeah. Yeah, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. I mean, it's not like you made a lot of money on 10 shares. So. <laughs> not really. Not really. But then, but thanks to that and plus the dividends, um, I had some money. So actually what I did, I bought a few more Apple shares hmm. uh, for the rest of it and one Tesla stock. That's cool. That's cool. So um, I'm the owner of Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> My other shareholder. Yes. One unit of shares. <laughs> yes. Um, soon enough, you'll have also a, one unit of a Tesla car. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. <laughs> bit more expensive than a Tesla share. I think so, yes. Uh, I'm afraid so, yes. Mm. That's why I made this first, you know, move. It's like, you know, um, <laughs> it's like courting Tesla, you know. I, mm. I first started with, bu with buying the share, you know. <laughs> Later, I'll, I'll figure out how to pay for the whole Model X thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, moving on, uh, follow-up. Uh, last week we talked about 2.5, uh, the Nosby release, and iOS, and Apple Watch, and see, Michael, we have this unwritten, unspoken rule here over at the Podcast HQ that we do not swear on the show. No. But today is one of those days where I really feel like breaking this rule because I'm just so frustrated again one more time all over again with app store and itunes connect and it's just clown town that's never ending and just because i assume it just because we chose a different a, 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 a wrong name for the um by accident a wrong name for our apple watch app bundle in the iOS app, yes. right now we are not allowed to put Apple Watch app on the App Store. We are punished for our sins. And um, one, one theory that uh, I sort of see, seen on Twitter is that this is my punishment for, for complaining and talking about method naming <laughs> in Swift. And it's like, well, you don't like how Objective-C looks like? Well, you better not make a mistake naming your bundle ID ever. So, uh, and, and, and I did, I did make, commit this sin, uh, and now uh, we're paying the price. Yeah, and, and the, the worst part is that, uh, I mean, I'll try to help you as much as I can. I'll try to call Apple, you know, several times a day and figure this out as well. But the problem is that, you know, we are pretty, I mean, we don't know when they will solve this problem. And, and I really like the newest version of, of the Apple Watch app that we did. And, yeah, and, and we cannot show this to the customers apart from the ones that sign up for the test flight for the, for the test version. But like normal customers who just go to the App Store cannot get this Apple Watch app. Uh, uh, and it's really so good. I, I mean, really good. Yeah, so, so to clarify, just today, just like uh, an hour ago before this show, I... I shipped the 2.5 without the Apple Watch app, uh, just like we discussed. Uh, I was really scared two days ago, so stressed that they're going to reject this app and this will take even longer. Like I, 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 I noticed certain places and I started thinking, huh, what if for some reason, just to punish us even more, they had a problem with this thing? That could happen. That 
like happen to other people or that happened in the past like what if right thankfully right. they they did accept the app uh took a week so normal i mean it's really long but it's normal for app review and uh, we shipped that uh they accepted it yesterday today we're shipping um yesterday um I wish I didn't have to write this, but I wrote and we published this blog post explaining the situation, sort of making an apology and explaining yeah. that you can sign up for test flight. Like you can just give us your email address and we can invite you to get a an an early preview of Nosby 2.6, which has the Apple Watch app back, right? Yeah. And so um, that went okay. You know, clearly not perfect, but we can manage. But I really hoped, and I guess I, I should know better. Maybe I was too optimistic, but I really hope that by doing this, by shipping 2.5 without the Apple Watch app, will work around the iTunes Connect bug. And iTunes Connect is is uh, for the listeners. It's the backend for App Store. It's where we sort of upload our app and configure it, and etc. And I hope that if we if we did that, uh, this validation step that, that produced the error just wouldn't trigger because like it would try to compare the new version from 2.5 and and uh, decide like oh well you know you didn't have an Apple Watch app so it's all good right yeah but now uh, we get the same thing so uh, it, it, it sucks I, I guess you, you could say that I hoped that um, in making this error message a thing they wouldn't be uh, they would make a subtle bug in that they wouldn't compare it with all previous versions. But they didn't make that bug, and they had another bug. So uh, we're, still, we're still stuck, we're still screwed, and it's been three weeks since, since we connected Apple directly, and there's still nothing. I have one idea to, to try, but the chances of it working are low. And then uh, I'm probably going to email and call uh, Apple again. But, you know, <laughs> the, the way... The iTunes Connect support person, and not just any person, but a senior person, like wrote to me. He said that, uh, like right now, he he has no updates on the issue, and uh, like he will let me know if the engineering um, tells him something or requests something from him. Right. So here's the thing. There's this um, bug tracking system Apple uses. It's called Radar. And it's what they use to organize themselves. It's it's like a, a poor man's version of Nosby. Exactly. And it's also what we people on the outside use to um, to file bugs, right? And the the you know radar is super super frustrating because you you file a bug, and then it's it's just stuck. It's just stuck in this in this hole, this black hole that you have no insight into. And usually what happens when you when you file a bug is that after two months, you will have this cryptic message back saying that the engineering, the cryptic engineering, uh, it's not a person, it's just engineering, um, has determined that your issue is a duplicate of this another uh, radar, and so we're closing your issue, right? Yeah. So I thought that, that this would be only something that we from the outside see. But clearly, if someone inside Apple has to um, like needs something from the engineering and follows an internal radar, then they will get a response quickly and like will have some idea into what's going on, but clearly not. So, yeah. 
So, um, so maybe we should contact, you know, uh, uh, ATP crew, because I mean, they're actually listening to ATP or hearing, you know, Marco Arment. So we should talk to him uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> to, yeah. to help us get through to Apple. Yeah. Or, um, or we should just, you know, tweet directly to Tim Cook and you know, all the other guys and feel sure <laughs> like every day, every day. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that, that's a pretty good strategy. Like from the podcast to accidental tech podcast, from there to Phil Schiller. And when Phil Schiller wants something, it will, they will, it will get fixed. Exactly. Unfortunately, I do not think Phil Schiller cares about Nasby too much. Not, not yet, anyway. Not yet. Exactly. Not yet. That's the, that's the spirit. That's the spirit. Okay, nicer topic. Oh, actually, that's not a much nicer topic. Um, RSI and ergonomy. So uh, okay. we, we talked uh, last week about my new Microsoft Sculpt ergonomic keyboard. And I think you, you have something on your list as for your desk and your chair. Yeah. So the thing is, uh, what we discussed is that it's really, uh, it makes sense uh, to actually invest money in your home office or office or whatever you call it, not just the computer. Because mm. we are, you know, we're geeks. We have, we want to have the best, you know, spec out computer. You know, most RAM, most you know, storage space, whatever. But when we are, you know, when we are, when we have, when we face a, a decision to actually buy um, a chair, we buy, we go to IKEA and buy the, you know, mid-range or cheap uh, IKEA um, chair. And as far as the desk is concerned, yeah, we just usually get the desk that is there and whatever. So I think um, for our, you know, I mean, we are sitting and or, or standing um, in front of the computers like for 8 to 10 to 12 hours a day, um, depending who you ask. And uh, and the problem is that the, these things add up, you know, it, it, you know, it compounds to, a, um, to you suffering from something or not suffering from something, you know, to you feeling good or not feeling good. So, um, for example, I was always the cheap guy about you know the chairs and stuff and my wife actually after talking to my wife my wife got me as a present a chair um and uh, it's it looks a little bit like the aaron the famous aaron chair um it's it's uh it's by a polish company actually i think it's by a chinese company but the polish is just resells the chair right. um yeah. but the, the cool thing about the chair is that it's you know it's very you know you can you can you know configure it very well. I mean, we can regulate almost every aspect of it. And the best part for me, it's um, uh, the, the fabric, it's, 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 an, it's, it's a net. It's a plastic net. So um, what it means is that I'm not sitting on anything, actually. I mean, I'm not sweating when I'm sitting on the, on the chair. And my wife got me this chair in 2008. And we have 2015. And my chair still looks pretty much new. Mm. And I've moved different places i've moved i've actually you know moved you know different houses but i kept the chair and i still use the same chair and i still love it every single day and thanks to this chair i still feel really good when i'm working there and it wasn't cheap it was like 500 dollars or 600 dollars but you know (laughs) the last seven years has been working perfectly for me and i'm going to use this chair for years to come and it was it's, it's really comfortable and it's really really good for me yeah, uh, we should think of those things as investing in our health. Yeah, right. We don't. We normally don't because it doesn't make that much of a difference now, right? Like if if you don't feel pain, if you don't feel like like it it does you 
any wrong, then why would you pay so much money for something that's essentially the same as something you can buy for, you know, 50 or 100 bucks? But, you know, it's when, when you are a, a knowledge worker and you spend so much time in front of a desk, in front of a computer, this is basics. Like, this is about not hurting yourself. You need a, a good keyboard, a good mouse, you need a good desk, and a good chair. Yeah, the thing is that um, when you buy a faster computer, you, you've, you, you have this image that you know, uh, you see the results. I mean, it's faster. Yeah. Nice. If you buy a better chair, it's a chair. I mean, I'm sitting on it. It's working just like the other chair was. But this is the thing. You sit on this chair like hours a day and, and then you will feel the difference. Like on the first sitting, you don't see much difference. I mean, it's just a chair. Okay, it was more expensive, whatever. It's just a chair. And um, the same with desk. For example, I, um, I used to have two desks. Uh, one uh, sitting desk where I would sit and then one standing de- stand-up desk where I would just, you know, work standing. Um, I, uh, I discovered that I'm not, I'm not this kind of guy who wants to just work standing all the time, like some people do, or they, some people do like crazy stuff like uh, windmill desks, which is uh, <laughs> yes. uh, really, really amazing. But uh, I don't. I, 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 but I like to change, you know. I like to change, um, depending on my task, I like to change and switch between standing and sitting, standing and sitting. And, and actually, this is healthier than standing all the time. Well, it's, it's sort of in, in, inconclusive, like um, the, the, the research and, and science on that is, is not like very solid right now. Uh, there, there's some conflicting information. But as far as I can tell, uh, you know, standing all day is, uh, or rather sitting all day is very bad for you, right? Yeah. And I, I remember this research that, that said that even, even if you go to the gym every day, if if you stand or if you sit in one place for eight hours a day, that's really bad. Like the the gym doesn't help. All right. And and even something as you know five minutes of of movement of not of not sitting of standing of moving around every hour is very good for you. It's very uh, healthy and helpful, uh, which is something that might be like difficult to implement to some like it's another habit but to me like it was never a problem because i already adopted this pomodoro technique right and yeah every half an hour i will stand up from my desk and walk around the house or something for for a few minutes right so so that's good and also um seems like standing for many many hours is probably not that healthy either because you're 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 standing in the same place, and, and again you're you're um, you, you're putting stress on on those same you know muscles. Yeah. Standing in, in the same place, but alternating between standing and and sitting um, seems to be a very good idea. So I discovered this by by uh, accident. <laughs> just I just like it this way, and it, also depending on the task. Yes. I like I like you know sometimes I just feel more energetic and energized when I stand. So for example, you know when I need to do some back and forth, or when when I have a chat uh, with somebody on Skype. Um, so I prefer you know you know it, I just like to change these postures. And recently I bought an IKEA desk that actually moves up and down. So the IKEA desk goes up when I need it and goes down when I need it, and uh, it's very cool. 
the only problem with the IKEA chair, the IKEA desk, is that it doesn't have like a. You cannot just define when it to stop. So you uh. have to just know at which level you should stop. So I actually marked on the wall. I marked on the wall where yes. I should stop. <laughs> I was going to just the same thing. Yeah. So I, I did that. You know, a very low tech <laughs> solution, but it works. Uh, but the good thing is that you know, then I don't have to just change my setup at all. I just have the same setup, but then I just have it lower or high uh, or, or higher. So um, I really like it. And the good thing that IKEA came up with is that you know this kind of desk is is no longer you know a few thousand dollars. It's uh, also a, something like five hundred bucks or something, and it's a it's a big desk, very nice, and I, I really I recommend it. Yeah. So I don't have as good of a chair, at least. Not yet, but I'm thinking about the same thing. So I, for for many many years, I live with really crap chairs, like fifty fifty to a hundred dollar chair chairs. And and uh, when I say many, it's not because I wanted to try out many. It's because <laughs> when you actually use them and not just have them be a part of your furniture, they get destroyed so fast. It's unbelievable. Like every year or year and a half, I would have to buy a new chair. So, you see, I mean, there's no savings there. Definitely not. So, some time ago, I think like two years ago or so, um, I decided to buy a new chair and invest a, a bit more. Um, now, at the time, I wasn't even thinking of, I wasn't looking at, at those expensive chairs, right? But I wanted to have something more high-end and I looked around on the internet a little bit and I found this uh, this IKEA chair, I think it's called Marcus. And the internet tells me that uh, like it's $200. And it's a, it's not a terrible chair. Like it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not super great. It's not super uh, adjustable, which is important for ergonomics. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's pretty good and it's pretty high quality and it's $200 and it's from IKEA. And and what it means like uh, this is probably one of the best chairs you can buy for $200. And since it's from IKEA, like the the hard thing about chairs is that high-end chairs like a chair is something that you want to try out before you you buy it, especially if you're going to spend 500 or $1000 on it. But where the hell are you going to find an Arian chair here in Poland so that you can try it out in a store? Like, it, it really doesn't exist anywhere in some store somewhere in my city, right? And, but IKEA is ubiquitous, so, so that's a good thing about this chair. Um, speaking of um, a desk, I, like, if I was buying one now, I would also probably buy an adjustable uh, desk. Because uh, I, I find myself, I, I work standing up almost never mm -hmm. because I'm used to my whole setup, yeah. right? I need to have my big screen, etc. So, like, I'm, I could disconnect my, my MacBook from it and go to a place that is configured so that, that I can use it as a standing desk. But in practice, I'm just not going to do it, right? But if, if I could just adjust the same chair everything is already set up on, then I would do it a lot more, and that would probably be a good thing for me. Um, but I actually have a, a pretty cool um, desk uh, in that uh, it was designed by me, for me. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I wanted this uh, rather peculiar desk, and 
I wouldn't do it this this way now, but it was like five years ago. Uh, I wanted to have a big desk with two perpendicular workspaces. Mm-hmm. So it, so it, it's it's like a it's like a big corner desk. It's like two meters by two meters, and you cannot find anything like that in a store. When you see corner desks, there are really tiny, crappy desks which are only corner uh, desks because it's sort of um, uh, space efficient, right? Yeah. But no, I wanted a big desk with with two big work surfaces. Um, so since I couldn't find it, um, you know, I, I we hired a um, a carpenter to uh, make one for me. And also one other nice thing about it is that when you when you buy most furniture and it has drawers, those drawers suck because they don't open all the way. Yeah. And I said no, I want telescopic. Um, yeah, nice uh, ones. I, I don't know what it's called, like uh, rails for my drawers. Mm-hmm. And telescopic rails for my drawers, I got, and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wouldn't do it this way because um, these days I I don't have as much use for for this second um, sort of workspace as I used to, and 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 I would definitely like to have adjustability, um, but at least for now it, it it works for me. And speaking of of chairs, um, as I mentioned before, I was at. Stan's place uh, like two weeks ago. Yeah. And he has a Herman Miller and body chair. Uh, yeah, the famous one. Yes. Like everyone knows about Herman Miller, Aaron. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a good chair. It's an expensive chair. It's, um, it's almost a work of art. Uh, but right now it's like a 20 year old design. Uh, and the the research and technology has moved forward, and the 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 embody chair is like a, a spiritual successor to the Aaron. It's like twelve hundred dollars. Whoa! And it looks amazing. Like it looks like super high tech. It looks as if you had an an um, an exoskeleton, right? It, as if you had a second and a third spine. It looks crazy. Like if you've never seen it, I'll, I'll put a uh, an image in, in the show notes, but it looks crazy, and it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> like obviously, with these chairs, like it's it's not as if uh, you just sat on it and and you instantly felt like this is amazing. Like the thing about a good chair is that you don't feel it. Yeah, it just never gets in the way, and it makes you sit correctly. Yeah. So um, you know, it, it's hard for me to. To, to judge it from sitting on it for a few minutes. But definitely something I noticed is that like, it was a weird feeling how every single part of the chair's back was perfectly aligned with my back. It, it, it was almost weird, uh, but very comfortable. Um, and I actually heard a lot of people on the internet uh, say that Embody is, is not very comfortable to them. And other people pointed out that the way Embody is designed is designed to to sort of encourage, almost make you sit up correctly. Not uh, slouch on, on your chair, but sit up correctly. And if you don't, it feels uncomfortable. So uh, so that's actually a good thing, right? When, when, when the chair is, is designed so that it feels uncomfortable not to sit right. Uh, and 
man, I want it, but it's it's twelve hundred dollars, so <laughs> I have to think about it. Yeah, but as we as we said, you know, um, I mean, so it's a good segue actually to an article I read recently because um, um, you know readers of my blog know me for. Also, uh, being very often, you know, uh, attracted by this notion of uh, minimalism, of you know, having less things, of, of you know, uh, yes. traveling, traveling efficiently, um, and all these things. So, um, and and recently, I read a very cool article that just embodies that. It's it was called uh, the best, and it was about the fact that you should always have the best things and only these things, right? So, like for example, um, through. Um, total accident actually uh, and uh, coincidence I um, put uh, in summer I traveled to my um, hometown and at my home um, I put the sh- uh, we, we you know put all, all of my shoes at one place in the basement for storage because we had to free up some place um, uh, um, upstairs and at that particular place there was uh, some humidity and this humidity converted to something that's just uh, very green, mm. penicillin. And this penicillin ate my shoes, mm. actually. You know, and I have I had only leather shoes, and they are all just you know were turned rubbish, turned to uh, I mean useless. And I had to throw them away. And I bought a, f- a few I mean a few pairs of new shoes uh, recently, um, and I actually knew which shoes I needed. I I went to the company that I you know that I like. Um, in my case, uh, well, I can say it's a Clark's. I really like the, the brand. It's a British brand of, of shoes. So I, I bought the shoes I needed, and that's it. And and, and now, uh, when my mom said, you know, Michael, we can, I know a very good place to buy shoes. I'm like, no, mom, I have all the shoes I need. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I because I bought exactly the shoes I wanted from the company I wanted. They're just super comfortable. When I put them on, I just, it just, they just feel great. And thank you very much. I don't need any more shoes. And, you know, I, I needed one black, you know, one bright, you know, one more elegant, you know, and one for the winter. And that's it, you know, that's all I needed. So it was really like that. And in this article that I'm mentioning... You, you mean the article by Dustin Curtis? Yes. I do know that article, actually. You did know? Yeah. I read it before. Like, I, I was just searching on, 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 uh, on Google because I was like, I think I, I know what you mean. Yes, exactly. That's the that's the article, and in 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 this article, um, he points out that he buys sometimes very expensive things, but it's just one thing that's expensive, you know. And mm. in, in in this way, he saves the money and he always enjoys the thing, right? So um, just like with the chair, just we mentioned, I bought a five. Um, actually, my wife bought me like five hundred or six hundred dollar chair six years ago, seven years ago, seven years ago. And in the same time, you bought like, you know, several rubbish $100 chairs, right? And, and you had to exchange them, right? And you never enjoyed them so much. So that's the, that's the thing that very often we buy something, we buy in quantities instead of qualities. And you, know, you just buy one thing, it's, it, it might be expensive, it might, you know, take some time to just, you know, save money for that. But when you buy it, you know, it's, you, you, you're going to enjoy it every time you use it and it's going to be just great. Yeah, I tend to agree with that all the way. Um, it's it's arguable whether or not you would actually save money uh, with this with this um, strategy. Sometimes you would, most of the time, maybe not. Uh, but definitely, if 
if you can afford to to buy a more expensive thing that will last for a long time and you will enjoy it and it will be the best at least the best you, you you can you can get exactly then then that's great right so so i've been i've been coming to the same conclusion lately with with like clothes and stuff because yeah i absolutely despise shopping and like i have absolutely no reason to own more than one pair of shoes for a specific task like i have certain functional shoes right i have my running shoes and i have my winter shoes but in general why would i have multiple pairs of shoes mm-hmm. right? and if i'm going to have a pair of shoe shoes I want this to last a long time because I absolutely do not want to go back there and look for another one, right? Uh, and for a long time, I had this problem with, with shoes just, you know, and especially because I would actually have one pair or wear one pair most of the time. They would just get destroyed after like one and a half years maybe, which is super annoying. Uh, same with, with like jeans. Like they would get destroyed very quickly. Mm-hmm. So... You know, just rather lately, I've been paying more to 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 get something uh, that hopefully will actually last um, a few years. Uh, the problem is that sometimes it's it's hard to discern because there's a lot of stuff that's more expensive, like uh, especially in this context, especially with, with like clothes, clothes and, and 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 shoes and stuff. Oh yeah, stuff that's more expensive, but it's actually also crap it's maybe a bit better but it will also just get destroyed after one half or two years if you use it uh all the time so it can be hard and like maybe it's not that hard but it's hard for me because i really do not want to be thinking about it like i absolutely do not care i i want something that works and i i don't want to to spend any minute more than i have to thinking about buying shoes because guess what they're just shoes. Yeah, yeah. But for example, for the clothing, for example, I right now I um I wear the same pair of jeans most of the time. Yeah. Uh, I change the pair of jeans uh, after a few days when it just gets dirty, and then I change to the other part of pair of jeans. And in the meantime, this pair of jeans gets cleaned. You know. So yeah, same. So I actually switch between two pairs of jeans most of the time, and uh, for me, every day I just wake up. Uh, get a new set of boxer shirts, uh, boxer shorts. Uh, get uh, get my new um, socks. Uh, get my uh, jeans, uh, the same jeans, and then I uh, get a polo shirt. And actually, I have a polar sweatshirt. You know, um, I don't know how it calls jacket. No, I'd say with a Nosby logo that we gave away to uh, to <laughs> to our team because it's really good and it's really comfortable and it's really warm. <laughs> It's too big for me, though. I gave it to my dad. <laughs> yes, you see, and the one I got is um, is is actually fits perfectly. But the thing is that um, I I have just you know a, sev- I mean these sets of, sh- of of clothes. So I I change clothes every day. I have an, a different polo shirt every day, uh, and in the meantime, the ones you know get cleaned. But I just don't have them any, as as ma- as many as I used to have. But every but the, the cool thing about it is that every day I wear something which I like. I, I don't have clothes in my uh, wardrobe which I don't like. And, uh, you know, and because they get cleaned pretty quickly, because, you know, in a, in a week, you know, everything is cleaned back. So I really don't need many to actually be fine. I heard inconclusive rumors that you have a wardrobe full of the same kind of Nosby t- t-shirt or, or polo shirt. And you just take one 
and you know it's all the same uh okay the polo shirts uh the polo nosby shirts are for uh you know official purposes so when i go on the conferences or um when i go uh, when i record something on video i have uh blue black white and green uh polo shirt with nosby logo we'll need to get printed a, a lot um a lot of new t-shirts and whatnot with the new logo yeah there's a lot of stuff we'll have to change to the new logo yeah, so these these will be obsolete because well, we you know the new logo is coming, the new Nosby logo is coming, so I will have to you know print them again. Yeah. But yeah. What happened to us, Michael? Here talking about clothes. All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We should we should just stop right now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, there's more to say about um, like ergonomy and stuff, but we're running out of time, and and this is so you know I'll just leave it for for the next show, but. Today is a special uh, show because it's episode number 26 and it might not sound like a round number, but it is because a year has 52 weeks, which means we've been doing this for half a year. Every week, right? Every single week. All right. So, um, so what have we learned? Uh, So how, how, I don't know, how is, how are we going? How are we going? Um, So maybe I'll show the the download numbers the uh, of our... before, before you do that let let's you know let's point out that you know in the previous shows we already mentioned that you know that we got a taste of podcast fame yes <laughs> by being you know by talking to people who actually listen so greetings to everybody who saw us in the meantime thank you Bye. <laughs> yeah and um yeah we started the podcast because we just were chatting anyway and we uh, we wanted to chat to have a reason to chat uh, uh, every week, and uh, we thought it might be interesting to try uh, you know doing that. Yeah, I think so. And uh, we love it so far. And then so tell me what what's up? You know how are we how are, how are we go how are we doing? So the thing is, uh, for most of the podcast's life, we actually haven't recorded our download numbers, and we actually like we have literally no history. Of the download numbers because we uploaded them to Squarespace, which we use for uh, our show uh, page, and they should totally sponsor us. Uh, and they don't provide those uh, download numbers; they don't count them. Uh, we we a few episodes ago, I think from episode nine, uh, eighteen, we switched to S three, so we just host the files ourselves, and we we can count the download numbers this way. So the numbers are this um from episode 18 to the last episode which only came out as of recording this so it, it's it's not too big uh yet uh but it's a thousand fifty five thousand forty four seven hundred something eight hundred uh two thousand one thousand eight hundred and seven hundred downloads our most popular show was two thousand downloads yes uh those 22 i think uh, mm-hmm. And I think it, it might have been featured on a Nosby blog or something. Yeah, I think it was the one that you know I I sent email to Nosby uh, to Nosby uh, customers saying you know we have this podcast you know should check it out. And it was by the time we released that that one that, that, that's why it, it this you know it's, it's doubled the, the the usual numbers. Yeah, so those are not terribly big numbers if you compare them to popular shows and. Like in in internet terms, you know, seven hundred or or two thousand. That's that's you know of anything. That's nothing. But on the other hand, um, 
it's like between one and two thousand people every week, every single week that that give us a permission that 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 give us you know forty minutes or fifteen minutes of their time to listen to the t- to the two of us talking about all sorts of crap, which is pretty amazing. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think, um, you know, just to honor them, don't say we talk about crap, all right? So, no, 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 <laughs> so, Interesting like, crap. Exactly. To, to, to listen to us and to listen to, you know, to, to the backstage of Nosby, to the backstage of things that we do and things that how we, how we work. Um, no, it's a really big privilege. I mean, you know, more than 1,000 people every day, every, every week. It's, uh, and we have also um, on Squarespace, we have more than 1,000, you know, RSS, RSS subscribers. So... It's uh, it's an amazing feat, feat I think, and uh, I'm, we're really you know honored and privileged that you're listening to us. Yeah, for sure, and you know it's cool because when you see like on a on a blog post having a, a few thousand page views, um, it might or might not matter because some of those people will actually read the thing you wrote, but many of them will just glance at it and then just get out. Right, right. But with podcasts, um, like at least from my experience, if you like, if if you download it, if you start listening, like you've already committed, and and the the, the chances are are very high that you're going to listen all the way to the end, right? So it's 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 hard to compare with with other other media, but but to me, like especially you know us not not treating it too seriously rather something that we'd like to do and something that's cool to do having one or two thousand listeners every week is pretty good yeah and it's you know it's our also way of giving of giving back giving back because uh, very often and that was also the reason of the podcast uh that very often we cannot find time. I mean, uh, to actually blog about something, to to write about something, to communicate something, and with the podcast we have a perfect um, excuse actually to talk about this thing on the show. And then every week we, you know, we give you something new. We give you some, you know, some new info, some new, in, new insight, uh, something that we wanted to share, but we would, you know, never find the time because you know life is busy. But by scheduling this one hour. And what gets scheduled gets done. <laughs> By scheduling one hour uh, every Friday, we we record this and we um, we find uh, really. I mean, I hopefully uh, quite a few nuggets for you to to to, to uh, you know uh, to chew on and uh, you know some value that we can bring. Totally, and um, I think it might be especially for me um, because you. I see you sometimes uh, blog about something we. We chatted about on the podcast, yeah. But I, like, first of all, I don't blog nearly as much as you do. And second of all, I blog about technical stuff. Yeah, I blog about programming and stuff. And I, I don't have a different place on the internet outside of Twitter, which is pretty constrained. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as for like uh, sharing your knowledge and opinions and stuff, uh, like as for you know business stuff and Nosby stuff and Apple stuff. And this is a good medium for me because I get to talk about it and like hopefully stuff that's useful or, or interesting. But in a, in a medium that doesn't take me too much time to produce and something that's easy to schedule, because again, like we're, you know, it takes like two hours 
every week for us. Yeah. Uh, but it's scheduled. It's just a thing that we do together. And so that's pretty simple, right? To, to just get done every week. But it's much harder to, to like schedule a meeting with yourself to write a blog post. And writing takes a whole lot more time. So that's a pretty good medium for that. Yeah, and 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 uh, I have to confess that when we started, you know, uh, I was already a podcast listener to several podcasts before we started, so I had some comparison. But um, and I'm listening to audiobooks, and I as I already explained before, so audio is the way I consume content a lot. And since we started, I'm listening even to more podcasts than I used to. <laughs> so I, I got interested with, you know, um, I mean, you you gave me some recommendations. I checked out some other podcasts, and uh, it's I really like this medium a lot for that. For for um, I mean, I think what what is really cool is that you get to know people on a on a on a kind of a little bit more intimate level. Yes. Uh, by listening to them, than by just reading what they wrote, you know, what they wrote, what they edited, refined, you know, it's 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 a it's a different kind of thing. And um, I like uh, the other day, Jeff Sanders, uh, who I wanted to talk about. Jeff Sanders uh, is 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 a Nosby user and an, and an author of the five a.m. five a.m. miracle book that he just um, and and also podcast that he just um, uh, published. But anyway, um, apart from recommending his book, because it's really great, I would like to say that, you know, Jeff wrote to me before he published the book. He wrote to me, Michael, it's been long since we chatted. Maybe we should, you know, chat again and, you know, talk about uh, my book because, you know, I would like to uh, um, uh, also see if you, if you could help me, you know, promote the book. And I'm like, yeah, Jeff, about that. I mean, I don't feel like it's been a while because I'm listening to your podcast. So I, <laughs> yeah, true. So, so I listen to you like every week. So, um, so I don't feel like you know I missed you for a long, for a long time. But uh, that's the thing that I, I I got this. You know, I was I felt closer to him because I was listening to his to his podcast. Yeah. Although we haven't you know exchanged messages for a while, you know. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm also. A heavy listener of podcasts and it definitely feels this way like even if you've never met the person uh it just feels like you know especially with podcasts like you know two dudes talking sort of thing yeah like it it feels like you're you're a a silent third participant of the conversation as if you were sitting with them at the table and and, and just listen to them chatting even though you're not you're a stranger you're a listener it doesn't feel this way and and like you know, I I, def I definitely <laughs> remember so many times listening to say "Hello Internet," walking down the street, and suddenly just bursting, uh, laughing, yeah. <laughs> looking like a crazy person because like you know they can be so funny, and it really feels as if I was part of this conversation, right? And it really feels like like it is different from writing. Part of it because it's more than just words. You can hear their voices and the way they talk about things. And it's usually like... Yeah, the emotions. Yeah, and, and usually it's like two friends talking. So mm -hmm. so that's cool to listen. And because it's a it's a podcast, um, it, it's it's live. It's not scripted. It's It feels like part of their lives, right? It's It's not heavily edited and refined as a blog post is so it's it's nice you know it, it it provides you with this nice sort of window into their personalities and that's cool 
Yeah, and uh, a good segue to editing. Uh, we would like to say hi to Marcin, our editor. Uh, he is uh, he's an amazing guy because he just makes sure that you know that uh, after we we record this, we send the files to him. He makes the magic happen, and we have the the, the episode ready for you. He makes us less terrible. Exactly, and. Um, and uh, talking about also about um, the, the sneak peek into you know people's lives and everything, I mean you can clearly see uh, my emotions when I'm <laughs> very happy and very you know uh, passionate about something. I start speaking very fast, <laughs> so I apologize for that. But that's uh, I'm trying to work on this, but <laughs> I am this way, and this is exactly how I am. Uh, even with people, you know, with talking to people on the street or you know uh, in person. Uh, very often I get this thing of uh, Michael, uh, could you repeat please? Because <laughs> yeah. I just said something too fast. <laughs> yeah, and it's another one of those things. It's hard to be inauthentic on a podcast, mm -hmm. right? Like uh, when you're excited about something, you can hear you're excited about something. And if you're frustrated, you can hear you're frustrated, right? So that's cool. So uh, besides that, like what what do you think we've learned like what did the podcast do to us well so we learned a bit about about uh, you know the quality of the podcast and we still are you have you know room to improve because we still use, use you know pretty standard headphones and and, and, and microphones for the for, for recording uh, but we've learned a little bit about about that it's not really that easy to record a podcast i mean it is pretty easy but to 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 make a good one you still need, you know, a guy like Martin who can help you out, or you do it yourself if if you know uh, if you know the ropes. Uh, but uh, usually it takes a little bit of, of tuning, and uh, we record on Fridays. We we listen to, uh, I mean, Martin edits this, and we uh, then listen to it again. So we actually listen to ourselves, which uh, my my mom, uh, sorry, my wife finds very uh, funny when I'm listening <laughs> to myself on the podcast. And then we, we publish the podcast. So so this is one thing. And second thing is uh, I like this idea of, of shipping something constantly. Mm. And I like the idea that you we have this habit, we have this you know schedule, and we have this uh, thing that we ship every Wednesday. Every Wednesday we ship a new episode. It's like a, a, you know, a ritual for us already. And I like that. Yes. I, I like these kind of things. Yeah, same. Uh, we, we have a pretty good process with that. Like It's different from other creative things that I've been doing because whether that's my blog posts or Nosby stuff or programming every time I create something it's it's new and different and and you have to um, like make a, a a a special plan just for this and 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 here we we got this nice sort of pipeline and 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 workflow where we record every week uh, usually the same time and we we send it to Martin and he makes the magic happen and, and like seriously we, without him without an editor I would never do it because like I, 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 I cannot imagine editing this myself right and then uh, over the weekend sometimes usually on Monday or Tuesday we'll listen to it sometimes uh, give him a, a little bit of feedback as for editing and then every uh, Wednesday we ship and this is you know I mean obviously uh, it has uh, pros and cons but but the nice thing about it is that um, there's this workflow in which like we still do something new and creative every week uh, but it doesn't take that much um, energy for me or you I guess uh, yeah. to, to create it it's it's not like you have to think of it as a unique thing every week so that's cool. Uh, also, another thing that 
I find nice is I feel like um, the way I speak, the way I, I talk in English has improved. Uh, I would have to listen to, to the first episodes we've recorded, but I definitely would tell that listening to, to, the, to the new episodes, uh, I, don't find, I, I don't find myself as embarrassing as I did in the beginning. <laughs> there are a, a few idiosyncratic things that I'm, I'm, I'm doing, certain filler words and, and stuff that I have to work on, but I, I definitely feel like uh, recording this podcast helped mm-hmm. for two reasons. First of all, like, again, I'm, I'm not a native speaker. I don't live in uh, a country where people speak English, right? So I don't have that much opportunity to speak English. Uh, and now, like, whatever I do, I have an opportunity to do that every week for an hour or two. Exactly. And, and also, like, m- more importantly... I get to listen to myself. Like I have this constant feedback, right? Because it's recorded, and and before it ships, I listen to it, and I I get to notice my mistakes and the weird things I'm doing and saying every week, and and that helps get better at it because many of those things I do not notice when I speak, but when it's recorded and I listen through it, I I can't help but notice. So that's nice. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, that's why, for me, really, um, you know, this also practicing the way to, to you know, the way to speak, um, choosing words, not using the filler words, uh, not not doing uh, 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 kind of things, helps. And uh, as you said, we get feedback every week, uh, so there is uh, always. A, you know, a room for improvement, and there's always this, uh, this you know, this constant improvement, this kaizen going on here. Yeah, yeah, uh, there, there is, and it's not something that's improved easily. Um, no, I mean, maybe it would be easier if you committed yourself to it, but it's just something we sort of do on on the side. But still, it's something that's hard to change. Like most, when you hear most foreigners, most non-native speakers speak English or some other foreign language, um, they, they usually speak with this heavy accent and, and, and like in a very sort of weird way. And it's hard to improve, really. Uh, but it's much easier when you get constant feedback and, and you get to do this, um, you know, incremental constant improvement. Yeah. And, and for me, you know, for me, this really... Uh, I think that the, the, the all, it all you know comes down to this fact that even if we don't post the blog posts about Nosby, about what's happening in our company, about what's happening in our lives constantly, we get to share so much of our lives and so much of our you know ideas and backstage ideas uh, to people that they you know, they would normal, normally not 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 have. And uh, I really like it. I really like it. And I and you know as we discussed previously from emails that I get and from feedback that we get. People appreciate it, so uh, this is you know this is a great opportunity also for us to to, to really share. Okay, so the last question before we um, wrap this up: What do you think we should do in the future? Like, what we should start doing on the show, or maybe some changes, or or maybe some 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 new things to try out on the show? What do, what do you think? For once, I thought you know I thought sometimes to bring somebody else also on board, yeah. maybe a, a third person to uh, to discuss some something you know some idea you know um, maybe somebody from our team 
actually uh maybe some somebody else i don't know but but it would be great to also uh, uh have a third person on the show uh just to you know make this uh, a little bit uh i think you know more interesting for the for, for for the listeners maybe i don't know i've been thinking about it and and maybe it's something to to try out but i feel like this sort of podcast this sort of show um doesn't lend itself nicely to to guests because oh, yeah, right. you know you have shows that are guest shows by definition but when you're used to hearing two people or three people talking to your ears every week uh it's just really weird and sort of disruptive to the show to to have a guest episode uh i think we we should maybe try it but i don't think that would work very well so what do you think we should try uh, I don't know. Uh, I've been thinking about uh, the previous, uh, you know, few episodes that, that we've done, and the ones I, I like the most, I think, um, the ones I, I feel like were most useful, most interesting to our listeners, uh, were the ones when, when we talked about the way we worked. Like, All the right. ones when we would actually share our sort of experience and unique perspective on like work and life and, and, and stuff. So when we talk about uh, remote work and our uh, reunions and the way we communicate and the tools we use and the way we do meetings, um, a lot of it was obviously like Nosby biased. Right. And, you know, I, I don't want to to spend too much time talking about Nosby on the show because it's like, I, I don't want to, it to sound like, you know, one big commercial scheme. Um, <laughs> it's it's not it's not what we want. No, no, but but I found it definitely um, valuable to actually like share share experiences, mm-hmm. and a lot of the time I found ourselves uh, talking about like like news and and Apple and oh uh, Apple watch this Apple watch that and uh, what do you think of iPad Pro, and I think there there is a place for it in our show uh, because like all right. This is what we're interested in, but uh, I, I fear that this is the sort of thing that that would drive some people away from it because there's a lot of it. There's a lot of people sharing their thoughts and opinions about new hardware and news and and and, yeah. and tech stuff, right? Uh, what's like? I, I think the way this show might be interesting to more than just some core group of of uh, Nosby and Michael fans. <laughs> uh, is when we like actually talk about something that you you don't see on other shows that we know of, right? All right. So so definitely like uh, today we briefly mentioned about um, uh, like ergonomics and stuff, and I think I think uh, that's actually a pretty good topic. Like this is a topic for 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 a show. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not a, a topic for. For the whole podcast, right? But it, it's it's a good sort of topic because, like, again, we talk about our setups and the way we work and the way we use um, the magic of computers, right? Uh, yeah. Our sort of workflows and experiences and, and stuff, not, not just you know, not just tech news. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, especially especially now that I, um, when I started posting, for example, on Medium, I started posting about you know, no office and about our the way we work. I also got lots of feedback from that and and. And this is something quite unique about our company and about the way we we function. So you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I actually have a uh, another 
project and knows before the podcast. It's when I keep my ideas that I'm not ready to share yet. All uh, right. Uh, but I, I definitely have plenty of, of ideas of, of this certain. Uh, I think we should do more of that. And I think like one of the reasons why like 15, um, 17, 18 uh, went so well is because uh, we had just a tiny, tiny bit of preparation. Like not really a whole lot of preparation, but you know, I spent a, a few minutes thinking of, okay, we're, we're going to do talk about, you know, we're going to do this. We'll talk about this and that and that. And, and that helped, that, that brought some structure and, and made this show uh, interesting in that we, we didn't um, veer off to talk about Apple Watch again, right? <laughs> um, so uh, I think we should more often um, make a little plan, make a little sort of list of, of topics and pol- even like police ourselves a little bit, not to talk about like tech news and and Apple Watch use cases uh, uh, too, too, too much uh, in, in the future. Yeah, I think we exhausted the Apple Watch uh, uh, for now anyway. So. Totally, <laughs> totally exhausted. <laughs> the, the, the proportion of, of uh, episodes when we discussed uh, Apple Watch to episodes when we did not discuss uh, Apple Watch is pretty high, pretty yeah. high. Yeah, totally. Uh, the last idea, and man, we're over an hour. I hope Martin do, does some magic. Yes. Uh, I noticed it on a few shows, uh, a few podcasts I listen to, uh, and I, I don't, I don't know if this is a good idea, but it, it's something that I would like to try. Is um, hosts picks, which is like uh, we have our show, we talk about some stuff, and then just to wrap up the show, just at the end. Um, we we mention we sort of give a shout out to a few things to uh, to a few interesting things we maybe found on, on on the internet, and then in the show notes there are links to this cool stuff, right? Oh, okay. So uh, so so this is uh, I guess just an interesting way of of um, like pointing out some cool stuff we found, uh, you know the the sort of stuff we would often post to Twitter. Right, uh, but maybe stuff that 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 is not much of a of a topic for for the show, but something that maybe we found very interesting and we would like uh, our listeners to check out on on the internet on the interwebs. To wrap this up, thanks everyone for listening to, to us. Uh, thanks for this half a year of of great experience, of great you know great fun. Uh, both both Raju and I, we have lots of fun doing this and. Uh, Thanks so much for for being part of this. And, you know, don't be a stranger. Email us, uh, send shout out on Twitter. We are, you know, we're there. So uh, we're quite easy to to, to, um, to respond. So let us know what you think.